What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite. With just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. And right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. It's Thursday, December 17th. I'm Oscar Ramirez from the Daily Dive podcast in Los Angeles, and this is Reopening America. The novel coronavirus has been with us for about a year now. We have vaccines rolling out and know a lot about the virus that has wreaked havoc on the world, but we also still have many questions. It is a virus of contrast. It's dangerous enough to send some to the hospital and kill over 1.6 million people worldwide, but mild enough for many to recover quickly or be asymptomatic. Andrew Joseph, reporter at Stat News, joins us for what we know about coronavirus one year in. Thanks for joining us, Andrew. Thanks so much. We are just about hitting the one-year mark with coronavirus, and obviously this is the thing that has upended the world this past year from Tons of people getting sick, obviously, to lockdowns, the economy being thrown into the ringer through all of this. So I wanted to talk about kind of what we know one year in now with coronavirus. And I like the way you started off your article talking about how there's so many contrasts with this virus specifically. It sends a lot of people to hospitals. It's killed more than 1.6 million people. But for the most part, it's a mild illness where a lot of people just shrug it off. When it comes to your own body's response to this, you know, it blocks part of the immune system from responding to it. But on the other side of it, it sends the immune system into overdrive, which is really what damages a lot of people and gives them the most severe cases of this. So it's really just a bunch of contrast with this virus. So, Andrew, tell us a little bit more what we know now one year in. I think that's 
sort of the things you highlighted have made sort of crafting a response, a coordinated response, a comprehensive response, all the more difficult, just because it kind of does all these different things. Experts have talked about how it's hard to communicate to the public about a virus that, you know, one in five people who get it will show no symptoms at all, whereas like the same portion of people will get severely sick and need to be hospitalized and a portion of them will die. It does show this huge array of both severity of disease and also what that disease look like. We typically think of this as a respiratory infection, which it is, but there's also evidence that it can damage people's hearts. They uh, get into their GI tract and can even, you know, there's neurological and psychiatric effects as well in some people. So it, it's not just one thing. And I think that's been one of the challenges about trying to sort of help people understand what's going on. Yeah, that's one of the important distinctions there, that it's not just a respiratory disease because it does get all over the body in some cases. And as we mentioned, there's a lot of inflammation in the body that happens as a result of what's going on. And this is what makes people that have these underlying health conditions, these comorbidities, this is what makes them more susceptible to that. So that's one of the big major things about it. People probably know by now that like age is a big risk factor. The older you are, the more likely you are to get severe illness. And as you mentioned, underlying health conditions. And, and basically what that does is it means your immune system can't sort of mount as quick of a response. And sort of almost like paradoxically, that makes it more likely that your immune system is going to get into this dangerous overdrive because it has these initial faults. Sort of what it tries to do is that it overcompensates for those initial faults. So that's kind of when people can yeah, get severely sick. One of the other things that you mentioned just a little bit ago, too, was this whole notion about the infectious period and being asymptomatic. That's one of the things that this virus has had kind of in its back pocket, really, that's helped it spread so much. And that also makes it a lot more difficult to make rules and how people can operate. Obviously, we know that you're in enclosed spaces with poor ventilation. This is where the transmission is going to happen. But this whole point of being asymptomatic and still being able to spread it has been a real problem for everybody. People probably remember other coronaviruses have kind of crossed over from animals into people in the past couple of decades, the original SARS virus and something called MERS. And those are more serious diseases. They cause more serious diseases than this virus, but the people are only infectious once they start showing symptoms. And so it's just much easier to control a virus when you kind of have that obvious sign of who might have it. With this virus, which is sort of scientifically known as SARS-CoV-2, and it causes a disease called COVID-19, yeah, people can spread it either if they never show symptoms or if they do show symptoms, like in the days before symptoms appear. And so that's just like a huge advantage to the virus, which is trying to go around and find new cells to infect because people can just kind of just be going about their lives, not feel sick at all, not feel like they need to stay in bed and be spreading the virus. And that's sort of one of the reasons why there's been such a urgency for people, even people who think they're okay to wear masks, because there's a lot of people spreading the virus out there who don't realize they have it. And so that's why it's recommended that everyone wear masks sort of in public or when they're around people who aren't part of their households. What do we know about how this virus has changed over time? Because all viruses mutate from person to person and all that. We've heard a couple of recent headlines about a new strain showing up in the UK, but we've heard that before, just strains coming out of China and, and Europe. So what do we know about how this has changed over time? So viruses change, as you said. Coronaviruses don't change as quickly as something like flu, for example, but they do change. 
yeah, there have been various reports about different variants emerging. And a lot of that is just like a little unclear about what a lot of that means, just because it's still so new and because you can't really tell what the impact of each variant might be. There is one variant that was caused by mutation pretty early on in the virus and is pretty widely accepted now that it has helped the virus spread a little bit more efficiently than the original virus that emerged. It was just a single mutation that did that. And that happened in China back in the spring. And that virus kind of became the dominant strain around the world, went from China to Europe to the United States. And so it's not that this variant is uncontrollable or that the other one wasn't spreading well. It's just it gave it a little bit of a boost. And I guess importantly to say, it doesn't seem to have had an impact on how sick it makes people. And so I guess the thing about mutations is, yeah, sure, it could change how infectious the, the virus becomes. It could change how dangerous the virus becomes. But the main thing people are watching for with mutations is to make sure the virus doesn't change so much that the vaccines that are coming to the public now lose their effectiveness. And so that's a theoretically a possibility and scientists are watching out for that, but they don't think it's like going to be something like flu where they need to recraft their vaccines every year. It doesn't change quite as rapidly as that. This is a novel coronavirus. We've been learning about this thing almost in real time as we've been going through the pandemic. What are some of the big questions that are still left? I know we're still wondering how long immunity might last for somebody or how long the antibodies stick around for people that have had it. But what are some of the big questions we have left about this virus? You know, there's a lot of like sort of wonky scientific things. You know, scientists are trying to figure out about structure and about exactly what happens when the virus infects people. I guess the two main questions that I think about is that it's sort of getting a better understanding of who is at risk for more severe COVID. You know, we know these risk factors, but still, even if you have risk factors, you're most likely going to be okay. So it's trying to sort of get into a little bit more nitty gritty detail about who is really at most at risk and why. When that's probably a multifaceted explanation, which is why they, people haven't figured that out yet. And then, yeah, as you mentioned, the protection, how long the protection lasts. And, you know, it's not going to be one answer. People will have different responses. And that's both to getting infected by the virus itself or to the vaccines. So there's not going to be a clear answer, but I think scientists will want to know generally how long immune protection lasts, whether from the infection or from the vaccines. And that just, you know, that just takes time. They need to study people, you know, and their immune responses over time to know that answer. Right. I mean, it's been quite the roller coaster with this virus shutting down the world at one point. You know, we've learned a lot. There's still more questions. I mean, it's going to be one of these things we're going to look at for many, many years to come. Andrew Joseph, reporter at Stat News. Thank you very much for joining us. Thanks so much. I'm Oscar Ramirez, and this has been Reopening America. Don't forget that for today's big news stories, you can check me out on the Daily Dive podcast every Monday through Friday. So follow us on iHeartRadio or wherever you get your podcast. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. 
So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula, berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day smart metabolic burn by brain md can kickstart your metabolism fight stubborn body fat especially that pesky abdominal fat and support your weight management journey right now save over 30 percent on smart metabolic burn at getsmartburn.com the lowest price anywhere that's getsmartburn.com don't delay transform your life with smart metabolic burn from brain md these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration our products are not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease.